0: Headed hipsters burning for the ancient heavenly connection to the starry dynamo in the machinery of night. Allen Ginsberg, as you remember, quoted from Dade Murphy in Hackers. You remember that? No. And the teacher was like, "Nice." <laughs> he's like, "But you're not supposed to be in this class." And he's like, "No, I'm I'm in this class." And Angelina Jolie is like, "Nah, no, he's not in this class." And then just grabs the paper right out of the teacher's hand and. uh the guy's like, the teacher's like, hey, he's in this class. And Dade Murphy said, told you, give me time. That's from Hackers, the movie we are not reviewing. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so I just, want, I just want you to remember that. And um, Allen Ginsberg is slightly tied to this movie, which is Flashback which we'll be covering <laughs> today. My <laughs> mic seems alarmed, which is covering all the bases. I'm introducing us. Uh, I'm Paul. This is Mike. We are a podcast about obscure and often overlooked films. We are rabbit troop sucks. Uh-huh. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome to the starry dynamo of rabbit troop sucks. And remember that English teacher from hackers and he's like, nice. And I want you to think that the whole time you're listening to this podcast. Nice. Was it nice, Mike? <laughs> uh, well, well that, that remains to be seen. Well, flashback 1990. At last, the feds have caught him. <laughs> Finally. In, infamous 60s radical Huey Walker is heading for jail. So how come it's Huey's uptight FBI escort who ends up behind bars? How come? How come he's not with a, a starry dynamo of people and Allen Ginsberg and some howling and all those things. Why not? I don't know.
1: <laughs> we'll find out though, as we walk, as we walk through this
0: and Mike's back. Hey, Mike, you're not via, via remote. You're not no, I'm, like, I'm, like in the ether in the clouds. You're I'm, like next to me I'm in the a... room.
1: Now I'm back here in the studio. You yeah. Mean, yeah. All better. They stitched you up and mm-hmm. they put
0: holograms in you and rhinestones and gems. I think that's what they do at the hospitals now. Right?
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm like, not not the six million dollar man. We're on a we're on a budget here. But
0: Well, if it was like Japanese animation, they would just take out your black goo and just replace it with a crystal. Oh. I think that's what they did. In what? <laughs> <At> the, <laughs> okay. the pharmacy. In the anime in, in the anime. <clears throat> Near the pharmacy adjacent. Okay. I went to Safeway. I was in the cereal aisle. They gave me the crystal. I know.
1: Was it a prize for one of the cereal boxes? Well, you should question why was black goo in you? I don't know. I have been re-watching the X Files though. There's a lot of black goo and people in that show. Oh, I hear the cops. Oh god, oh, god. they're onto us! Wow, well,
0: we're not even adding our own sound effects, and this is pretty apropos for the movie. It yeah is. how's the how's the X Files reviewing going? No, Re reviewing that show's great. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, some Millennium uh, was noted. Yeah, how's the
1: Millennium? I've been. I took a break. I'm watching. All of the x-files universe shows in chronological order Did't the Lone gunman have a sideshow? They do and I'll get to that that's that's the season after I'm uh, where I'm at right now. Is there beyond a season one of the Lone Gunmen There is not mm, that's unfortunate mm, it might be fortunate
0: The Lone gunmen are alive in my heart yeah there's probably a podcast alone there's probably like 15 podcasts oh, most definitely, gun- yeah.
1: um, those guys probably have a podcast
0: that'd be a they should have a podcast that'd be great Wait, I should look that up. How can I look that up in today's day and age? I don't know. I, I don't
1: know. Tomorrow, tomorrow you can go to the library. Um, there's still a few that we have that haven't been closed because of meth. So go to one of those. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you can find like a periodical. Mm-hmm. You can review some uh, some microfiche maybe. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you find out stuff. I love microfiche.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love microfiche. I love wearing it. I love looking through it. I love okay. s- sniffing it. Um. If this was a uh, Project Runway, this would be like the avant-garde uh, episode where you get like uh, microfiche and You got to make a dress out of it, mm-hmm. and that'd be great. I'd watch it. And they'd probably like play part of the microfiche in the background as you as the models walk down the runway.
1: Yeah, no that that checks out <laughs> from what I from what I understand.
0: Which is like exactly what Flashback is yeah. about. No, that's
1: basically the the crux of this movie.
0: So we got. A lot of people in this movie. Yeah. Um, the the director The directo? <laughs>
1: the director? Was it Franco? I don't know. I didn't really look up anything about this I movie. Should, That's okay. a lie. I looked up a lot about this movie, but nothing consequential. Or Again, if, it only, if only I had the technology to do this. Uh, the Thank director... It is uh, Franco. Okay. Franco
0: Murray. Um, best known for monkey trouble in this movie. Um, so there's that. Dennis Hopper is in this movie. Mm -hmm. Kiefer Sutherland is in this movie. Mm -hmm. It's revealed that Kiefer Sutherland is supposed to be 26 in this movie. And I think somewhere in my notes, I'm like, that can't be right. I'm like, maybe that's right? Is that crazy? I don't know. Um, How old was he? I don't know. I'd have to do some math. Um, I just thought he'd be older. Kiefer Sutherland has always looked a bit older when he was younger. I don't mean that as like who he is today. I think he's like a very well-aged good-looking man but when he was younger I mean think uh Lost Boys a lot of the people in the Lost Boys were kind of baby-faced I'm like damn Kiefer Sutherland like it'd be like all these kids are 18 but for Sutherland's the 21 year old buying them beer like that's <laughs> that's the vibe I got in the Lost Boys on that but that's kind of what I was thinking um but yeah so Kiefer Sutherland's in it um Carol Kane, who I adore, oh, is, Carol in this Kane is, is amazing. And 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna say it from right now. She is my favorite part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know what Mike's reaction to that was. Uh, I don't know if Mike's gonna walk away with a favorite part of this movie, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it might be Carol Kane. He was um, 24.
1: He was 24 years old. Yeah, he just looks like shit.
0: I don't think he looks like shit. No, he doesn't.
1: But he looks like he's 40.
0: Again, it's like. Hey man, it's not even like these are the 18-year-old kids, like these are the 16-year-old kids in the Lost Boys. And their 21-year-old cousin them <laughs> beer. Um so yeah, um wow, he's 24.
1: So he is younger in this movie than Richard Grieco was in If Looks good Kill.
0: Wow. I don't know what to say. But again, <laughs> I just I feel Kiefer Sutherland became like mid 20s at the age of 16 and mm-hmm. just looked mid twenties for like 30 years. So bravo to you. And he doesn't look bad now. Just wow. And they have to age him up. Well, they have to lie about his age. Like he's older. Like, geez, wow. Okay. Yeah. that That's great. That's crazy. Yeah. Then there's other people too, that you'll recognize um, Michael McKean, uh, which is one of my favorite people on earth. And mm-hmm. as I was talking to Mike, like one of the only surviving core members of Laverne and Shirley still left, which is super sad, but, that guy's awesome. So, yeah, lots of fun cameos. Um, that Those cameos are really going to help me through this movie, I think, going forward. Because <laughs> um, this movie takes a super weird turn. Um, I don't know. Mike, basically, Mike and I have never heard of this movie. Mm, I shouldn't say that. I have heard of this movie. I remember the cover of this movie. But I knew nothing else about this movie. And neither of us have seen this
1: movie. That is correct? That is correct.
0: So... Yeah, and I thought this would be again like some weird kind of comedy action film, which in ways it is. And Kiefer Sutherland would be like, Uh oh, like I got in trouble and somehow handcuffed, which he does and tries to get uh, the person he's pursuing. But then there's some turns in this movie, and I guess we should have
1: started. Yeah, (laughs) let's let's just and we started with Big Audio Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't even know what to say about that. Either. I don't know what to say about that either. The movie this this movie has every song you can think of from the 60s, 70s and 80s.
0: Yeah, it's great. Yeah. The soundtrack is honestly super solid all throughout this movie. Yeah. That's that's true. So I got
1: opens up with a bunch of commercials from the 80s. Um yeah, it's like an 80s montage of like commercials and things that were of concern in the eighties and Mike noted there's a Denver lottery commercial uh, Mm -hmm. that appears, which is awesome.
0: There are, and I think we announced this last podcast that there are scenes from Denver and, um, where was the other location Glenwood Springs Glenwood Springs. Glenwood Springs. Yeah. And then it's, I think it's San Francisco is the rest, but yeah, there's moments in Colorado where they're just trying to highlight that it's Oregon or uh, Washington. So
1: yeah, that was really weird. It, there were a lot of scenes of, of Denver or I mean, there was one scene in particular, but it was, I mean, anyone from Denver would go, yeah, that's obviously Denver. <laughs> right. Like I, I can see that from here. Um, but they, yeah, we were pretending it was in San Francisco, which was weird. That's how you do it. I, I, I don't don't even have a rationale why. Uh, Yeah, honestly, I don't either. Maybe they forgot to shoot that scene, and then they got to Colorado to do the rest in Glenwood Springs, and they're like, we need a train station.
0: We're all flying back to New York, but on the way back, we need to stop in Colorado for no reason, and I'll bring you to this Union Station, and we're just going to happen to film a scene. (laughs) Yeah. Lovely. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, it's a nice historic train station. Yeah. Okay. So, so we see a little bit of, uh, uh, all of these things that we're kind of skipping around through, but it starts off with Kiefer Sutherland. His character is John and John walks into, uh, the head of the FBI's department, uh, or office. And the head of the FBI is going to give John a mission that, Hey, have you heard of this radical Huey Wilson and, he has uh, surfaced after 20 years and he did some nefarious things and you need to get him and escort him to um where in Washington he Spokane spoke yeah and um and that's it and uh we find out they're gonna take a train there and Keeper Sutherland basically does that goes goes to get this guy out of jail yeah You're just winging this you don't have notes no, yeah, no <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the
1: notes no but I'm kind of winging it um yeah, they so that's that's the main that's the main goal here. They can't they can't fly because Spokane is fogged in, so they have to take the train. Uh, so they go to the train station in San Francisco, which is Denver's Union Station. And my notes were Denver Union Station. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Well, on the front of Denver's Union Station, there is a big marquee that says "Travel by Train," mm-hmm. and maybe they really wanted you to know that they were taking a train. They were they were, but yeah, I mean, the outside, even the inside was was very clearly Union Station. Like there were maps of Denver and rtD signs. Um, so for you know, for the keen viewer, you can tell it's Denver. That doesn't make it more interesting.
0: I mean, for the <laughs> I mean, for the clear Denver populace that listens and tunes in weekly, I mean, bite in the droves. Mm-hmm. write us. I mean, did you meet Dennis Hopper? Were you at that union station? Were yeah. you, Uh, working there that day were you walking by the street were you jogging by were you helping an elderly woman cross the street were you a suitcase were you a popcorn vendor Mm -hmm. were you what were you what were you then
1: hashtag then Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and this so we are now maybe five minutes into this movie Mm. this so now he keep Kiefer Sutherland is leading Dennis Hopper around. You say Keefley. Keep, Kief... <laughs> yeah. Or the elves, the K- K- Keebler Sullivan, um, is leading Dennis Hopper around. Dennis Hopper He's from is from Canada. Is very uh, yeah. He is from Canada. Keebler uh, elves live in trees. Are you asserting that all Canadians live in trees? I'm is saying, that why there's a leaf on their
0: flag? I'm saying maple comes from somewhere. I'm. You don't want to know where maple comes from. I'm just.
1: I'm just saying. Do the internet. Do the internet research, people. <laughs> Don't let the the lamestream media fool you. Um, yeah, so Dennis Hopper is handcuffed. Um, and he looks like a fucking hobo. And this kicks off what for me was maybe the worst 30 minutes of any movie I've ever seen in my life. Is it getting on the train? It was just getting on the train. Like Everything it... that Dennis Hopper says... <laughs> Because Dennis Hopper did not stop talking from this moment until 30 minutes have passed. Hey, man, peace, man. The world's
0: changed. The whole... And it was insufferable. So, okay. (laughs) I'm not disagreeing. (laughs) I'm trying to put this into some kind of context for the listeners, if clearly you have not seen this film. Mike is not incorrect. But something that irked me a little more in all of this is... Beyond there's the drone and on and on of like this hippie like jargon that is clearly well past. Did Dennis Hopper just thaw out of a cave? Because the way he's talking about things is like he has no access to the media, the uh, any understanding of technology. Um, It is like time is frozen because there are moments where Kiefer Sutherland's checking his watch. He's like, oh, like, does it do this and that too? I'm like, you... But you've seen other people like in Right, you know what a watch is. And you know about magazines and books and television and you've been talking about it, but somehow Yeah.
1: What? Yeah, I I <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it was a lot of hippy dippy stuff. Um and he was just he was just complaining like man, this isn't groovy. Like, look, I'm handcuffed. Like the man is bringing us all down. And like, you don't even know. Cause like, it's, it's like the director said, Hey, I want you to do an impression of Woody Allen trying to do George (laughs) Carlin stand up." And that was the next 30 minutes of this movie. It was a lot of like man. And like, Oh, the major bummers. And like (laughs) the community and the system and like the man. Oh my God. It was terrible. (laughs) Would you call this a monkey trouble? I my I was in monkey trouble because of this.
0: I felt I've I felt this was like um, trading places when they get on the train, like that, like the end of the movie scene. Yeah, done absolutely wrong and sure. it, it, and longer.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: so, so every like there's a lot of moments where I'm like, this really reminds me, just almost aesthetically. Not that they're just on the train, like some of the camera angles, how people are sitting, kind of some swapping in and out, like. Uh-oh, like someone's being handcuffed, someone's in a monkey suit. Like there's kind of like these bait and switches and stuff like that and I love Trading Places and it's yeah. not an obscure film. So, uh we both like it. We watch it pretty much yearly. Um I th- <laughs> I, th- I think uh this is just the opposite of that. So that that was crazy.
1: Yeah. Dan Aykroyd in Blackface was less offensive to me than (laughs) than Dennis Hopper in his stupid hippie wig. Oh, Um, yeah. It was... Oh, God, it was was terrible. That was was quite the hippie wig.
0: Oh, yeah. So I'm going through... Because I have a lot of side notes, too. And normally, I don't have as many side notes. But a lot of it's about the music, because the music is awesome all the way through. Um, There's also a a lot of easy rider illusions. And I noted that, because we Uh took a quick break. And then quickly... Dennis Hopper actually says something. He's like, Yeah, it's like, can't all be just watching Easy Rider and stuff like that. I was like, oh my God, this got super meta. Yeah. And
1: well, yeah, because he's talking about he's like, man, like I just, I, you know, I sold all my belongings and I bought an Indian. An Indian, it's a motorcycle man. You wouldn't know because you're a square. He's like, I know what an Indian motorcycle is. Like, well, whatever, man. You're a suit and you're a stuffed shirt, and like, I'm on my Indian riding down the coast. Like and then and then, like, literally 10 minutes later, he's like, it's just like an easy rider. Like, okay.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I yeah, it's really weird. And Dennis Hopper almost describes his character. He's like, When I was in the 60s, and he's kind of describing his character from Easy Rider. And then, as I said, like very quickly, he's like, We can't all just watch Easy Rider, and that's like the actions we're taking. You got to do more in this
1: world. And then this kind of went on and on and on. Um, yeah, if, if I hadn't have been watching this movie in a professional capacity, I would have turned it off at this point. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's fair. That is how I feel about this movie to this point.
0: (laughs) That's fair. Uh, We got a little canned heat all down the road, uh, Uh rolling right into Rolling Stones, uh, all down the line. Uh, The music keeps getting, I
1: shouldn't say better and better, just constantly, surprisingly, just equally as good. Yeah, well, I mean, we've talked about this with other movies that are hard to find. Uh, I'm betting that the reason this movie is not as well known as it is. And I, we, we had to get this on a, on a DVD. Yeah. Um, it's probably not streaming anywhere because the music rights would cost $5 billion.
0: Right. And then I've noticed with a lot of DVDs and I don't even mean Blu-ray, I mean, DVDs that they were released apparently in some kind of rush. It was like, ah, I could do all this. And now it's like, Whoa, you want to remaster stuff and you want to do stuff with this? Like, nah. And then you run into music rights and that's, yeah. Again, I think Mike had like an old copy of this. Um, or I don't know, someone had a copy of this, but it was definitely a weird DVD watch. Um, I think we've watched five DVDs throughout all this. We usually and we usually are like go to Hulu, go to Plex, go to uh, Freebie and stuff like that. I
1: right. suspect this movie is going to be released somewhere pretty soon, though. Well,
0: we are trailblazers like mm-hmm, that. Yeah, take what, that wheel. once
1: the mainstream media gets a hold of this podcast. Hey man, that's some
0: hippie jargon and. <laughs> If you just grow some flowers and, you know, put them in your pancakes, you're going to be better off.
1: You know, I was thinking about making pancakes tomorrow morning.
0: Pancakes would be dope. You can put flowers in them. No. Well. I don't think I have flowers. Not even on the Sabbath.
1: I'm going to use flour to, to make the does that does that count?
0: Sabbath flour.
1: <laughs> That's like a cool metal band.
0: i have a, I've a non sequitur into nothing. I've been okay. thinking about this all week. <laughs> I don't know why I've been thinking about this. But in certain like role playing video games, you could you could cast like a like a like a spirit breaker. Like sometimes it's not even a spell. It's like someone just has like the ability. Like you're not even like a wizard. You just like could spirit break. And I was thinking about this, and the ability is basically you do it a couple times, and your opponent stops fighting you because they've lost the will to do so. <laughs> and I thought, wow. I was playing these kind of video games as a kid. That is super messed up. And I'm only getting that now. Like, wow, you basically turn someone suicidal. Like you got onto their social media. You've been stalking them. Like, cause again, you're not a wizard. You're just like, you're just like someone with a skill set. You're like uh, Liam Neeson and taken gone wrong. Um, And man, that person doesn't even want to fight you. Mm -hmm. How messed up is that? I was just thinking about video games in general and like that, how they've changed over the years. I'm like, some dark shit. To tie that
1: back into this movie, Dennis Hopper's performance. <laughs> spirit broke me. Spirit broke me tonight. Yeah. You heard it. Mike was spirit broke. I, I was. I was just sitting there weeping on the inside, <laughs> taking tearful notes about this stupid fucking movie. Is
0: it is it like uh is like a karate chop to the throat spirit break? Is it
1: like a a gentle knee to the to the nuts? Is it like Right in the bread basket. <laughs> it's like getting the wind knocked out of you. Like, you know, nothing's actually wrong, but you can't breathe and it sucks. And then like in uh, Pet Cemetery, like
0: someone cuts your Achilles tendon with a knife and you just you're like really you just give up. Yeah. <laughs> your spirit broke. <laughs> wow. Dennis, D- Dennis Hopper, spirit broke, Mike. I love it. He's he's such a good actor. And I don't I don't know what happened here. I like Kiefer Sutherland as well. Um, I mean, he's definitely been in some back. I mean, clearly Dennis Hopper as well. Back and forth films. Um, I don't really blame them in this film.
1: No, I mean, this movie is full of good actors who are punching way below their weight class.
0: Yes. Yeah, that like like
1: Michael McKeon, him and you recognized his counterpart who we'll get to in a little bit. Um, They sucked. But I like both of those people. I liked, I liked a couple elements of them. In the I, I liked the, the crux of their characters, but everything that they did, I was not a big fan of. So to slowly go through this movie, we kind of learn about these characters
0: and Dennis Hopper, clearly this you know 60s radical who's been on the run. He's wild, he's crazy, but is he? There's so many illusions, so many heavy-handed illusions all throughout the film. He's not as crazy as you think he is, whoops. Um, and Kiefer Sutherland's supposed to be the straight man. Yeah, And Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland is, like, I think they tried to set him up, a, like, you're going to have the du- dual roles of a lifetime. You're going to be the straight man, and then we're going to find out maybe not so much as well. So we see this uh, at dinner. Uh, Dennis Hopper is allowed to go to, like, the dining cart, and he's like, oh, I want, you know, steak and some wine. No, I'm just kidding. I'll be good. I'll be good. No, no, no wine. But I'll take the steak, and I'll take some onion rings and a milkshake and some wine. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Like, I oh, what a rascal. And And Kiefer has like the worst, most boring dinner order.
0: I shot Mike the side glance, like get, get, get out of town with this. He orders on a train Mm -hmm. grilled fish, no salt, no oil, side salad, no salad dressing. (laughs) I'm like, dude, get out. Also, this reminded me in gross point blank when, when Martin blank uh, orders an omelet with nothing and the waitress like kind of hassles him like, (laughs) Don't you want anything I'm like that's not technically an omelet? He's like, I don't, I'm not here to talk about
1: like <laughs> word, like, like word meanings and like uh, like any, any of these, these. I think as long as it's folded, it's an omelet, right? Or if there's nothing in it, is it just like a frittata? I, I don't know. I think I that don't... was just is,
0: is, is a thought. I'm not here for the semantics of right. what it is. Like... Also,
1: is Gross Point Blank like an obscure movie?
0: I'll do it. I love, I 100% love that movie. The last time I saw Gross Point Blank, me and my wife went to the Paramount downtown. Okay. And um John Cusack was there to talk about it afterwards.
1: Cool. I yeah, I remember when you guys went to that. Yeah, I, I adore that movie. And I love Dan Aykroyd. Um and his performance in that movie is like the perfect blend of good acting and super crazy Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Uh, Dan, like I felt for me that was like a 90s revival of Dan
0: Aykroyd. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, you're amazing. Like that,
1: that if that was his uh, pulp fiction Travolta role. Nice. And but then it continued to go nowhere and he just made like weird skull vodka and went crazy. Where where does uh like meet the cr- what's
0: a Christmas with the cranks? Christmas, yeah, Christmas <laughs> with whoa, the cranks. Whoa, 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 where does where does that fall? Is that
1: after is that after or before Gross Point Black? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I don't know when that movie came out. Crazy. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, but yeah, so he orders this really lame ass dinner,
0: and then then does highlight. I brought my own salad dressing. Yeah, well, he said
1: that, but it's do like we Chris, believe him? Chris
0: Treger from Parks
1: and Recreation here? <laughs> right. Um. So the the dinner kind of goes on, and uh, we get we get a kink song.
0: We, we get it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Last of the steam powered trains. Uh, still
1: still going great for me in the soundtrack. Yeah, the, the soundtrack definitely played songs that in the lyrics. Explicitly described what was going on in the movie, which is yes, nice.
0: it's a it's like it's like uh, when you're a kid and you got those book audio narratives. Is mm-hmm. like as the train went along, the kids were very happy.
1: Right. Turn to page two. Right as the train went along, <laughs> the kids were very happy. <laughs> so now we come to the first of the the events in this movie. They're they're playing chess after dinner for some reason, and. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland is drinking his mineral water and Dennis Hopper starts clowning on him real bad. I'm so, I'm
0: sorry, Dennis Hopper or master Jedi Dennis Hopper (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) because what, what unfolds and is now a ping pong throughout this film becomes Jedi mind tricks.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's accurate. Like sleight of hand and mind games. Um, they should have played head games for the soundtrack at this point. (laughs) Nice. Um, because that's what's going on. He's like, hey, you know, by the way, I don't even remember how he broached it. But he's like, oh, by the way, I put acid in your mineral water.
0: Yeah, he's like, I didn't want to be super bored during this train ride. So to kind of liven it up, uh, I gave you some acid in your mineral water. Um, Don't worry, I did some tablets, too. Yeah, it got, got
1: in prison. So, yeah. And so he also we, we find out he maybe manipulated the chessboard when he wasn't when Keeper Sutherland wasn't looking so that he thought the game had gone on longer and he missed part of it.
0: And, and yeah, and Kiefer and Sutherland also, watch yeah, put down yeah. his watch. And so later in the movie, just to spoil this, Kiefer Sutherland's like, how can you explain any of this? Because he did not really give Massad. And I, I, right. as a viewer, I'm like, he did not give Massad. Yeah, mass that was it. very clear. We're all aware he didn't give mass Um And basically, Kiefer Sutherland straight up <clears throat> turns around. And is I think talking to the wait staff of the train and Dennis Hopper just leans in and moves chess pieces. Right. Like, how did he do it? I don't know, yeah. <laughs> oh, my you God. Like, imagine. <laughs> I didn't know we had David Copperfield in handcuffs. <laughs> right. Like, geez.
1: Which, fun enough, this guy could elude any handcuffs. Uh, right. He's ever getting out him. of handcuffs left and right. <laughs> um, but so Keeper Sutherland is now freaking out because he's starting to believe him. He's Boom. Like, Jimi Hendrix, voodoo child kicks in. Right. Um, he's like, you got to get me some coffee. And Dennis Hopper's like, no, you need, you need a downer. You've had too many uppers. What you need is tequila and a beer chaser.
0: And uh, wait, I want to, I want to insert very clearly. Anyone listening to this, this was your opportunity for a tequila ad. We could have been your go to. Yeah. Rabbit Troop Sucks brings you tequila. Like, like haven't you, you know, like, like super legit been drinking tequila? Has yeah, been I've go to. Yeah. Well, he, so and, and
1: Mike would have named names. I would have named <laughs> names. And I, you know, I'll, I'll withhold that until we get the cash. Uh, but what I have been also drinking a lot of is Mezcal, which is actually what they're drinking. Because you can see it on the bottle, even though they say tequila. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they, he, they start doing doing shots and drinking beers and getting all fucked up. Um, and then they get into a fight. And they, they, there's, like, some fisticuffs. And, and then, like, the... There was a woman
0: that Dennis Hopper was eyeing earlier, like, oh, what a cute woman. And I oh, yeah. honestly thought they were in cahoots
1: since like, the yeah. beginning. Well, maybe maybe they were, maybe they weren't.
0: Well, well, that then he calls her over well, and is it's, like, they we, concoct a plan.
1: Well, yeah. So what happens is Southern, Sutherland, Kiefer, Kiefer, fucking, I can't say this dude's name. Keebler Elves, we, Kie- talked, <laughs> about it. we Kie- talked about that. We talked about Keebler Sullivan Sullivan um, yells at the, like the, the guy that works on the train, like the, the bar hop or whatever training training and he's like hey like this dude maybe take acid i'm all fucked up you got to get me a doctor that training might be a literal whistleblower maybe so <laughs> okay. this guy's like oh fuck okay and he goes and leaves and he comes back with this woman and he's like are you a doctor she's like and she has some kind of weird nondescript accent um scandinavian question mark yeah is, <laughs> is the, how i would file that and because wait, you mentioned uh <laughs> trading Places earlier. Yeah, this totally the, reminds the, me again. The, yes. Yeah, this was my Trading Places moment. Like the hell, like Hello. Yeah, hell, yeah. She's like, I am, but I am a nurse. Um, so maybe she's a nurse. <laughs> Mike, where was she from? Far, <laughs> far away. away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe maybe she's a nurse. Maybe she's not because she doesn't do anything to help anybody. Uh, but they do end up getting Kiefer Sutherland back to the room, uh, the train room because he is all fucked up. Yeah. So we learned two things. One, there's a
0: plan. I need to get this guy's clothes. Yeah. So because he's like, you're not a, you know, a hooker. And she's like, no, he's like, come on. He's like, well, pays the bills.
1: Well, yeah. So as they're loading him into the room, (laughs) yeah, yeah, he's like, are you a hooker? And she's like, no, I'm a nurse. But he's like, but are you though a hooker? She's like, Straight up, I'm a hooker. Yeah.
0: She says it pays the bills. Right. Um, I was like, okay. I mean, so he takes. I was shaming anyone. I was like, why? What was the song <laughs> right. and dance?
1: So he takes Keebler Sullivan's wallet and gives her a big wad of cash. He's like, hey, why don't you fuck that guy who's passed out drunk? And she's like, cool. And then does. Yes. But the most important thing I learned in this transaction is her name is Sparkle. Her name is Sparkle. <laughs> um, okay. So fun, fun fact. And the point of time that I'm bringing this up should be, should give this away. There are four Oscar nominees in this movie, not for this movie, but four of the actors in this movie have been nominated for Oscars. Can you list those four, those four actors? I would hope
0: Dennis Hopper and Kiefer Sutherland
1: are two of those four people. Dennis Hopper is one of them. Kiefer Sutherland is not. He was, I, I guess most of his notable stuff was on TV, so he never, he never got the Oscar not, apparently.
0: Okay. Okay. I could buy that. So we
1: got Dennis Hopper. Is this woman
0: One. For like musical performance or yes. Really? (laughs) Yeah.
1: For music. Yeah. (laughs) She's a musician, I guess. And like had a song in the movie rush.
0: Hell yes.
1: This woman. Yeah. (laughs) Who we don't know where she's from. No. Yeah. She's in this movie for 90 seconds and she fucks a drunk person. And, but she was an Oscar. I,
0: I don't have a crystal ball, but Mm -hmm. I have a ball with an octopus and that would make sense if you're here, but you're not here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but if I were to tell the future or to look into some kind of like technique, I bet we could find that woman on Eurovision somewhere. Oh, probably. Yeah. Like that, that in the core of my being.
1: Yeah. She's on Eurovision. The, the other two were Carol Kane and Michael McKean. I was going to go Carol
0: Kane. Uh, wow, Michael McKean. What was my, did you see what Michael McKean was for? And what's Carol Kane for? That's awesome. I, I, I don't remember. That. She was nominated for a lot of stuff. Carol Kane is awesome. Yeah. Um, Carol Kane... For me, definitely, I think as a kid, uh, most notably Scrooge. 100%. She is, yeah, the ghost of Christmas present uh, who just beats the holy hell (laughs) out of Bill Murray all throughout the movie. Uh, She is honestly like what I would imagine Tinkerbell being, just like, I'm kind of cute and going to beat the holy shit out of you. Mm -hmm. Oops, boop, bam. Um, Yeah, she's great. I love her voice. Um, She's super awesome. And I think somewhere I have a note is is Carol Kane the original Harley Quinn? Because I
1: feel... Oh, yeah, probably. She's, like,
0: so... Like, the original Harley Quinn in the Batman animated series was... She's, like, really cute. Like, I know they've, like, made her, like, super sexy and stuff like that. But, like, she was just more kind of cute. But, like, the cuteness was also in the wit. She would say, like, the craziest shit um, while delivering, like, death blows. Um, And I
1: feel that's Carol Kane. (laughs) I... I just recently got on board and watched uh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, yeah. And Carol, She's amazing. Carol Kane is phenomenal in that.
0: <laughs> and, and, and Kimmy's roommate.
1: Oh, uh, Titus Andromedon. They, have they gotten to Define yet? <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, that show, I don't know why I slept on that for so long. My girlfriend watched it when it came out and wouldn't shut up about it, but I just never saw it uh, until like a couple months ago. And it's it's phenomenal. Yeah,
0: Carol, Carol Kane in that show is like half hobo, half vigilante. <laughs> And there's a lot of other halves because that would make sense logically having millions of halves because if, when you're describing a character of that caliber in that show, it's amazing. But she, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, that's good.
1: Uh, okay, so let, let's get let's get back to this weird ass movie. I guess. Um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> Dennis Hopper pays the the hooker to have sex. Uh, he he. Meanwhile, he kind of changes clothes. He goes into the bathroom. He puts on Keeper Sutherland's suit, takes his badge and gun, shaves, gives himself a nice haircut. He's looking cleaned up. He's looking tight. Um, and Keeper Sutherland is somewhere between drunk and hungover. And they arrive at the train station that they're going to uh, to meet the, the, the cops that are going to, you know, they're going to spend the night with on the way to Spokane. And, uh, you know, we have a little role reversal here. Where do you think they are at this point in time? I don't remember. It they, they said the name of the town maybe, but I, I mean it doesn't matter. The other they're in Glenwood Springs, Colorado. <laughs> That's true. They're like Union
0: Station right now. Um go to snooze, get a pancake. So yeah, he
1: he kind of pulls this guy off the train, he meets these two cops, um, and they're like, What's the matter with him? And uh Dennis Hopper's like, Oh, he uh he fell over. And the the main cop, the sheriff, is like... Hightower? Hightower, yeah. I'm going to remember that because I just kept thinking police academy the whole time. (laughs) Oh, I just kept calling him Rand. (laughs) Rand Hightower. Rand Hightower. He's like, you know what? (laughs) I've had some perps fall down, too. Like, indicating that this guy is a piece of shit and he's not above roughing up people. Yeah. Um, So, there's, like, no paperwork. It's just like, here's a guy and a badge flash. This... Is ridiculous. Well, what I, what I inferred is like, I I don't think this was really explained, but what I gathered is that this was kind of a plan, like the train doesn't go directly from San Fran to Spokane. Like they had, this was a stop and they had to spend the night and they arranged with the local PD to like, to meet them at the train station, lock this guy up, um, and just keep an eye on him for the night. And then the next morning when the train leaves again, They'll they'll be on their way. That that's kind of the arrangement that I understood.
0: I I, I agree with you a hundred percent. But basically, what was told to us, the audience, early on is the notoriety of who they have in custody. It would it would not just be like. Hey, man, we, we've got some dude. Just put him in a cell for two hours, and he'll get a train. He'll be like, holy shit, dude. We found, like, this radical dude that right. everyone in the world knows. Yeah, like, he's like a
1: celebrity criminal. Yeah, like,
0: do not mess around. Like, you need people alert. Um, This is not... The, we we cannot mess around with this. Right,
1: but they, they apparently didn't know what he fucking looked like. Correct. Uh, or age. Yeah. Or anything. <laughs> right, because when they walk up, uh, they get it confused. So... Uh, yeah, they wheel walk they wheel him. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter. He's on like a Hannibal Lecter like, like a dolly. <laughs> yeah, he's on like a moving dolly. Um and he's like, Yeah, this is the piece of shit right here. Hannibal Lecter <laughs> dolly could be our band. Name. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna try to write that down. Okay. Um and you know, he's kind of telling the story. He's like, Yeah, he's an army deserter, like no one likes this piece of shit. Um, so the cops are all riled up, they're like, Oh, we hate army deserters. So they put him in this cell and they're like, Hey, other guy in the cell. This is an army deserter. He's like, I'll fucking kick his ass.
0: This was a super weird move.
1: Yeah. So, basically, Keeper Sutherland, who is somewhere between drunk and hungover and throwing up in the bathroom, uh, you know, well, by bathroom I mean the toilet that's in the middle of this holding cell. He's he's getting his ass kicked by the other inmate by the cops. But uh, everyone's uh, kicking his ass. Uh, let's go back a
0: second. So when he was turned over to Sheriff Hightower, yeah, uh, he's like, what did he say? Like, uh, he, like, he had a fall down. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like obviously reeking of booze. Oh yeah, even 100%. even like the like the local deputy who has him in custody, uh, like Kiefer Sutherland does like a small like passed out burp, and the deputy's like, Ugh. like kind of like takes like a, a like a step back because he's clearly just like burping up you know hard liquor, like mm-hmm.
1: the, yeah. like, like the guy's like clearly reeking of booze. Yeah, I mean this was they kind of fumbled the bag on this one a little bit, but I mean. Ultimately, the important part is that they threw him in jail and he got his ass kicked a bunch.
0: Well, okay. Oh, hear me out. We will see the sheriff's justice and his way of things uh, corrupt uh, very soon. Um, Maybe his way of justice was... He beats the shit out of someone and then boozes them up to be like, "Yeah, sleep it off." Like, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> they,
1: they've been trying to make us understand that this guy's a piece of shit.
0: Constantly. So just maybe that was his type, Like maybe booze was like, "Yeah," so you boozed him up.
1: Yeah, hey, he's complaining about it, so I yeah, boozed maybe. him up. Um, but Dennis Hopper is like, "Hey, you know, I'm just I'm, I know I'm supposed to like hang out here, but I just need to get some air." Um, so he just he fucking pieces out of the police station. While they're beating up Keeper Sutherland.
0: Yeah, this is weird, too. Like, Sheriff Hightower's all nice. He's like, we have a cot in the other room. Like, your train doesn't come for two hours. So, do you want to take a nap? Do you want to lay down? He's like, hey, is that the
1: exit? I'm, yeah, out. I'm going to leave through that now. And then
0: he goes to some weird pool hall bar. Yeah,
1: he goes to a dive bar where he meets uh, Michael McKean and the other guy. Yeah. Who uh, are, like, they just got done with their softball game, I guess, based on the uniforms that they're wearing. Yeah, I I don't know how to pronounce his
0: last name. It's Richard Mauser or Moser Mm -hmm. or Mooser. And I'm sorry, because I I love this guy. He's in so many things. Uh, Sci-fi fans, if you're listening to this, you'll definitely know him from The Thing. He's in Risky Business. He's the uncle in My Girl uh and he's a he's the dad in license to drive which i would totally do for this at sure. any point in time he, he's a very nice man and michael mckean i i absolutely yeah. adore so
1: they're like at the bar they're they're super loaded already and th- this was one of my favorite exchanges of the movie or is it, they're just like crotchety old man it's like it's like the uh, bruce springsteen
0: glory day song
1: kind of yeah so they're they're talking and they're drinking their uh whatever beer they're drinking it was rolling rock um and this this kind of like attractive younger woman walks by in a tight dress and I, I remember which one of them you know turned around and kind of like letched at her and was like man like women weren't tight like that when we were kids like they got these machines now like you just sit in it and like you do exercises it's like we didn't have machines when i when we were that age all we did were we smoked pipes and laid on the floor <laughs> that's what <he> yeah <laughs> Which is, what? What, what? yeah, like, what, what, okay, I mean, I wish that was my life. Just, what? No. Just, just, just sitting on the floor, smoking a pipe. Is that, is that a metaphor? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> um, um But that was my favorite line of this movie. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, there you go. Oh, my God, I did not hear that. It might be because I was writing that they were complaining, uh, as I was saying, so much as, like, Blah, blah, blah. Glory days. We're now old. And then they start complaining. There's like um, some more punky kids playing uh, some pool. And they start complaining. They're like, you know, they replaced all the good music. All the good music's out of the jukebox. You know what they have? They have some band I- I-N-X-S. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, and then I phased out. And then and maybe that's when they were talking about when they were kids. And all they did was <laughs> lay on the floor and smoke pipes. Yep. <laughs> um, um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> how is that a? Drug? Do you want to come to my house? Lay on the floor and smoke a pipe?
1: <laughs> Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> that, that, that's listeners. That's how we record this. That's
0: how I met Lamar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> De- Dennis Hopper saddles up to the bar next to him. Uh, you know, in full, like wearing the FBI suit and all that. And I 100% don't understand what his motivation here was. But he starts talking to, to the two drunk guys. Talking or Jedi mind Jedi tricking? Jedi mind tricking. But, but again, like I don't know what he was attempting to accomplish here. Um, okay, I, I do. So he gets to the bar, he
0: calls someone on the phone, and he apparently has this book deal in the works. Yeah. And this book agent that we gather through a very long-winded series of things... Uh, we we understand the book deal kind of off. This guy's now irrelevant. It's been twenty years; no one cares about this radical. It's not going to be a best selling book. We later even find out like you'd be better off dead because alive, no one cares about you. So he's like, hmm, no one cares about me. I'm gonna go talk to the drunkest people at this bar, and I'm gonna name drop this guy. He so he name drops himself. Right. Uh, but he is pretending to be John, an FBI agent, but he name drops himself just so he could get self-confirmation that he is still relevant that he wants these guys to
1: be like of course that guy was awesome what are you talking about we loved him he's not a criminal well and it works because both of these guys know who he is and are fucking stoked about him
0: yes so they're like what do you mean you got this guy in the prison cell of like up like up the road he's like yeah. yeah what a piece of crap they're like piece of crap like he was amazing and we find out the biggest thing he did was there was a train that was leaving and the last train car had Vice President Sparrow <laughs> Agnew and he unhitched the last cart and the train left and oh boy, Sparrow Agnew was so angry that he really lost it during that
1: and now they've been after him for 20 years. That right. is the
0: story, correct? That
1: That is the story and all <laughs> I can think about because I'm old but not that old, my, my main context for Sparrow Agnew is uh, Richard Nixon's head from Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I. It was it was a poorly thought out plan. I right. Guess, like, but. there's a lot of things
0: 60s that maybe people would be sought after. Like there were death threats and there were, you know, people like encouraging bombings and like real terrorist groups that were organizing. And this guy unhitched a train car. Right. Oh, my God. Sparrow Agnew had a real bad day. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they were really pissed, and they probably would have pursued him and really thrown him in prison Mm -hmm. at that time. Right. But 20 years later, like, dude, like, you have
1: $4 and, like, a Willie Nelson album on you. Like, (laughs) what? No one cares. (laughs) No one does care, but he cares. Yeah. Well, so the plan continues to backfire because this whole thing gets him kidnapped by Michael McKean and...
0: Yeah, they're, guy. they're like, screw this. Like, we're going to break this guy out. We're going to be rebels. And he's like, no, no, don't throw your lives away. Uh, just trying to weasel out of it. But yeah, they tie him up with Christmas lights and mm-hmm. basically negotiate a hostage situation that they will give this FBI agent, John, back for right. Huey.
1: Well, yeah. and So meanwhile, back at the police station, uh, Sheriff um, Rand What's his name? Rand McNally. Rand McNally. <laughs> uh, H- High Tower. High Tower. He, he gets a fax from the, the real FBI and it's like, yep, you, you should have this guy. This is his name. He's 49 years old. And as soon as he sees that 49, he goes, oh, fuck. Um, there was a switcheroo. So now he has to go free the guy that he just spent the last hour and a half beating the shit out of. Yeah,
0: this is a real interesting move. He's like, listen, things happened. Just get over it. Yeah. You know, if you work with me, I'll work with you, and we can work out this together. Like, <laughs> they shoved Kiefer Sutherland's head in a toilet.
1: Right. They a sucker, prison toilet. Yeah, they
0: sucker punched him in the stomach. Like, the sheriff himself took off his jacket and just sucker punched him. Right. And then the huge man he's sharing a cell with has just been kicking him in the ribs and like, throwing toilet paper <laughs> that yeah, that that was the opening move he just took a roll of toilet paper and just threw it against his head <laughs> that was good i yeah. like that but yeah he, i mean <laughs> so
1: yeah the, i mean you're right now he's like hey you know mistakes were made let's just water under the bridge let's just uh you know work together and move past this and keep Sutherland's like okay um We'll, we'll worry about that later. But then then the phone call comes in from Michael McKean, who's like, Hey, we have your FBI agent. We want to make a trade. Yes. So now the wheels are in motion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Keeper Sutherland's like, yeah, he's gonna get his come up it's like, we're gonna go together. On the way over, he's like, I need handcuffs and a
1: gun. Hightower gives him one. Yep. Or both both. Both, yeah. Um, so they get to the destination, it's a bridge, and the the, the two guys are so the you know Mike McKean and, and Friend are, are so drunk, they kind of fumble this a little bit. They just they let Dennis Hopper out and then they just fucking run off. I think for some reason,
0: this whole driving scene reminds me of Groundhog's Day. Um, so <laughs> you want the, some
1: flapjacks? Yeah, those yeah. two drunk yeah. guys
0: like driving, like, they like these guys are just drunk, like,
1: they're like drinking straight from a bottle of whiskey, right? Um, <laughs> they're well, they're also they're wearing masks. One of them is wearing pantyhose as a mask and he is drinking the whiskey through yeah. the pantyhose. Yeah. I don't know why that was funny for me. <laughs> funny and gross. <laughs> yeah. He was filtering out the impurities.
0: Yeah, so they're gonna exchange at this bridge, and then uh the sheriff kind of rolls up and uh he says like a bunch of like super shady shit to like uh Kiefer Sutherland. I don't remember exactly what he says, but it's like like nah, like screw you! I'm gonna get you and stuff. I'm like, whoa, dude!
1: You could have like gotten out of this, like at least a little bit. Right? Yeah. It, the sheriff is now. He's gone like full hail mary, and he's like, my only way out of this is to kill both of you. So
0: I kind of want to note right here, if we're at least halfway through this movie, mm-hmm. this movie should have been abridged, super abridged up until this point in time. And right now you could have had now a super cool film because mm-hmm. Kiefer Sutherland, uh, basically Dennis Hopper is a little bit in the know, but Kiefer Sutherland's like like very quickly convincing. Uh, this dude's basically going to kill us both. We've got to get out of here. And and uh, Dennis Hopper is a little more like Jack Sparrow, like anything goes to get me out of trouble, like one way or another. If like I just keep going with the flow, I'll get out of it. It is his attitude, but there is more of a, like, alarmist, uh, yeah, you're right, like, dude, we got a bolt that is, right. just jump right off a bridge into a river. Um, yeah. Bold move, like, you have to, like, you would have, like, it sucks, it's very believable for me, because there is literally
1: no other option. Um, well, so, yeah, when, Hightower's like, oh, the gun I gave you, it's unloaded, yeah. because I'm a piece of shit, and I didn't trust you, and now fuck you guys. And yeah. And then they just, they guys yeah, so are
0: clear. Like I'm going to shoot you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill both of you. There's a tussle and they jump into the river. Yeah. So
0: now this could have been like comical
1: fugitive for right. me. This is where the movie actually starts getting. Okay. Yes. For, for me. Um, so they, they get out of the water. Um, and, now they're, now they're in kind of like a survival situation and Keefer Sullivan's like, you I like, I'm from here. You need me or you're going to die in these fucking woods. Um, yeah, I do
0: like, like I am Italy. I like all of these scenes. Like yeah. there is like a solid 15 minutes here that I'm like, this movie should have stayed on this course
1: yeah and so that you know there there's there's some bonding there's some some trials and tribulation yeah, one of the things that uh, i like is so yeah keever sutherland's handcuffed to a tree but then
0: uh because apparently slide sleight of hand uh dennis hopper could get out of any handcuffs and flips it on him he tries to bolt and he's like you're gonna die out here like i grew up here i know exactly where we are <laughs> right uh and then dennis hopper comes back and lets him go he's like well how about when we get down to the mountain uh you let me go he's like no
1: <laughs> Yeah. so, so like yeah, they're kind of bonding a little bit. And and Dennis Hopper is explaining. He's like, yeah, there was no acid. Um, well, yeah. And before he says that, sorry, the one thing I want to note is, uh, that I actually
0: wrote this quote down is, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, um, does like agree to lead him. And as they're just trying to banter through the woods, uh, Dennis Hopper is now switching places. He's like, like, uh, uh emotionally, he's like, uh, you know, uh, if you didn't bumble this up, I would have been in a warm cell. You know, now I'm just in the woods. Now we're, people are hunting us. Like I would have been happy in prison. Like bullshit. Clearly, but the the exchange was, um, I would have been I would have been in a warm cell. And Keeper Sutherland goes, "Yeah, greeted with a warm hose." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, dude!" Mm-hmm. And that that's accurate. <laughs> it just made me think of Christmas Vacation. <laughs> that's pretty low, Mister. If I had a rubber hose, I would beat you. Whoa. <laughs>
1: But yeah, so they're bonding and yeah, he's like, yeah, no acid. He's fasting up. He's like, yeah, there was no acid. Um, he's like, but how'd you do it? My watch, the chessboard. And at this point, Dennis Hopper is handcuffed. Um, he's like, you know what? I just did it with sleight of hand. And he does this little, like, you know, David Copperfield hand thing. And all of a sudden, he is out of the handcuffs, and Kiefer Sutherland is handcuffed to a tree.
0: Uh, David Copperfield hand thing is the <laughs> title of my new sex shop I'm, I'm opening up in, in Denver, Colorado. It'll Phenomenal. A, so if any, any spokespeople are, uh, are interested, uh, let us know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so at this point, Dennis Hopper's like, well, fuck you, I'm going to leave. And I believe what Kiefer Sutherland did was he made wolf sounds to make Dennis Hopper <laughs> believe that there were wolves. And this is why Dennis Hopper gets squeamish and comes back. Am I wrong?
0: Um, so uh, I think there
1: maybe was a real animal. Maybe, well, because Kiefer Sutherland was 100% going, oh
0: Yes, there, so maybe. And then we quickly see Kiefer Sutherland and, um... He is not in sync making animal sounds. Sure. I think they were overdubbed. But this is when oh no one hundred percent. This is when he's
1: handcuffed to the yeah. tree. I believe. Yeah, no, yeah, he but he's, is, he's let go. Yeah, he is still handcuffed to the tree. But that that gets Dennis Hopper back. They kind of make up, um, and yeah, they they go on their merry way. Dennis Hopper steps in some uh, poison sumac, uh, which he doesn't believe at first. But then he starts itching. Uh, Yeah, uh, then he has to cover himself with mud because that's the remedy. Yeah, he's like, "Uh, I don't believe it, you know.
0: And yeah, and uh, Kiefer Sutherland's like, well, there's only one way. Like, I grew up here. He's like, it's going to keep growing and growing and itching. So you basically got to take off your clothes and bathe in uh, river mud. And then we get a quick smash cut, too. He's in the river mud. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a trick. It is a trick. He's like, ah, you didn't have to do it. Uh, How does it feel to be tricked? I was like, I, my keeper Sutherland, I think there's a world of difference between all that you've been through and having a guy put mud on his face (laughs) in like the Creek. So I think, I think you're good, man. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, they, they keep walking and then, you know, it, it becomes morning and we find out that Kiefer Sutherland has been leading them to the rainbow Zen, rainbow Zen, the hippie commune that he grew up in, which is twist number three, I guess. Yes. Um, The
0: next 20 minutes of this movie outside of Carol Kane is unwatchable for me. Correct. Um, It is. So you think, so as I said, like the last 15 minutes or so, maybe 10, Mm -hmm. they're going on these misadventures in the woods. I love it. Like there's, it's more fun. It's the odd couple. It's you've seen the story, but it's two people you recognize. It's still fun. It's a rated R film. It's adult. Cool. Cool. Then we get to this hippie commune and it is an overbearing tribute to the sixties. Yeah. Well, so it, it's, it's the time life music collection commercial that you saw as a kid. Like, remember right. these songs?
1: Well, so let, let's, let's be legit about this. So they, they get there and you know, it's like a barn and there's a geodesic dome and all that. And then Carol Kane comes out and she's like, Oh my God, it's you. It's free. You're back. We found out that, uh keebler sullivan's real name <laughs> is free and that his parents were hippies well, what, would,
0: what would keebler's power be in the tree <laughs> I in don't the know. cookie tree when they're making cookies would it be <laughs> would it be like head of marshmallows would it be sprinkle
1: champion i think he'd be sprinkle champion <laughs> well he is sprinkle champion because that hooker who fucked him sparkle is his, oh sparkle <laughs> he's the sparkle champion yep. sorry um let's see a doctor about that yeah <laughs> But yeah, so she comes out, and, and you know now we're kind of we're learning a little bit about his past. We're we're catching up. We're piecing some stuff together. Um, Carol Kane knows who Dennis Hopper is right away. Oh yeah, and clearly I... wants to fuck him. Oh yeah. Um. Oh oh yeah, to all those things and. Dennis Hopper is clowning on Kiefer Sutherland for being for his name being free. And also for, you know, he, <laughs> we find out he changed his name and like he joined the FBI cause he wanted to rebel against his parents and a bunch of other stupid nonsense, um, whatever. Yeah, I'm now
0: trying, I'm trying to read my handwriting. I'm like, "What did it's, Carol does something?"
1: Well, now we get into the worst part of this movie, which is where they watch like some real to real clips of Freeze childhood, which yeah. are played in real time and are twenty minutes long.
0: Yeah, so- and it's awful so part of my notes were she takes them to like this back room so we walk in mike and i were talking that she's got like a weird kitchen and she's working off a, like a wood-burning stove Yeah, hippie stuff so mike and i were talking about then you know wooden stoves are kind of back in style and a lot of people are trying to save money with them then eventually she opens up like door two which is like this is like the time life photo there's like a hippie bus There's like a second story with hippie instruments. There's all this like artwork. There's these things. Um, Even uh, Dennis Hopper is a little sickened. He says something like, whoa, like this is a little too much for me. Uh, I can't remember. He makes some kind of like joke. Um, uh, Well, and then,
1: then he sees the portrait of him. Oh, yeah. That she painted. Oh, yeah. Which makes him uncomfortable and also maybe a little horny. Yeah, and then, so Mike Mike then noted,
0: then she plays these reel-to-reels. Yeah. And and I wrote, watching old reel-to-reel, and I underlined these three words, or I'm sorry, four words, for all of my life. Yeah, it was awful. It, so na- this, the allusions I made to those like, do you remember the time of the past? Ten, ten, ten. yes yeah come tr- like revival the past <laughs> like with the time life's greatest classics yeah. with our 47 cd compilation or 87 cassettes you will receive all of the best of woodstock live woodstock like all this like it was non-stop and the, and i remember seeing those like 30 minute infomercials because nothing else was on tv on the three channels we had and it was uh, depending on where I lived on or what lived in, uh, so which state at what time. And, uh, this was, these were the reels. Holy God. It was like, here's you and your parents. Here's you doing whatever. And Kiefer Sutherland is totally breaking down. It's like, mommy, daddy. I was like, I don't know why this guy's really at odds. <clears throat> we later just find out why well, I just wanted to do the opposite. You know, I went to public school and it sucked. Uh, no one wanted uh, to eat, granola and like fruit I grew. I just wanted to eat pizza and be on the football team. I wanted to fit in. And this is how angsty he was that he no longer talks to anyone, uh, then changed his name and joined the FBI. So right,
1: I, yeah. But uh, so now, you know, now after catching up uh, on the memory lane journey, he does a complete one eighty. He, uh, he goes and finds his parents old gun, which I guess they had for some reason. And, he admit you know they make it look like he's going to shoot uh, or he's pointing it at Dennis Hopper who is still handcuffed at this point by the way mm-hmm. and he just shoots the handcuffs off of him
0: yeah and 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 Dennis Hopper's like man we could have done this differently yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and he also says he's like man when you change you totally change he says it either now or soon because uh, Kiefer Sutherland is now in full ultra hippie mode. Yeah, he's wearing a tie dye shirt.
1: Oh yeah, um, he, he costume changed. Yeah, He probably made that tie dye shirt. Probably yeah. Well, just well, he had plenty of time in the forty five hours of fucking videos that they watched. Well, hey, we're bringing it back when you when you want to enter the Starry Dynamo. There's <laughs> only one way. No tie dye. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> it's like Rainbow Road and Mario Kart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so now they're like, you know what? We we're gonna we're gonna take this old hippie bus on a goddamn field trip. It's called the Huss. They're gonna yes. <laughs> they're gonna take the Hus. <laughs> Hus
0: with Keebler at the helm
1: uh, on a field trip. I don't really understand what their goal and all this was, but they're going somewhere. Um, they're gonna clear both of their names, or they're gonna do something.
0: The, no, they are going to get. The plan is to get Dennis Hopper to Canada.
1: That's right. They're going uh, to go they, to Canada. They're
0: going to create a diversion that gets Dennis Hopper to Canada, but kind of unknown what will happen to Kiefer Sutherland. He's kind of p- right. doing play by play.
1: Yeah. Fast and loose as, as the old Kiefer would. So they drive to uh, downtown Glenwood Springs or wherever it's supposed to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's cops around. The Kiefer Sutherland's boss is now here looking for him because he doesn't believe that it's Kiefer cost. Sutherland go- went bad. <laughs> he doesn't believe. Sheriff Hightower. He thinks Sheriff Hightower is a piece of shit.
0: Well, because Sheriff Hightower is shady as hell. Yeah. Well, like, everyone like, knows it. E- yeah. Of course, everyone knows it. Like e- he's throwing temper tantrums. Like this <clears> is <throat> like Star Wars. Um, and uh, freaking out. Like at one point in time, like he's like throwing all his, like stuff off a desk. He's <laughs> yeah. like yelling at people. No, he's,
1: he's having a slight breakdown. Well, because he knows that if anyone realizes what he's done, he is going to jail. Well.
0: Give it to Kiefer Sutherland's boss, like the head of the FBI, who's clearly no dummy. Like uh, Sheriff Hightower is like, yeah, man, he totally just went rogue and took him. Mm -hmm. And And he's like, yeah, I don't believe you. Yeah, he's like, cool. Like I've worked with this dude for years. Um, Weird move. Uh, I want to hear his perspective. And, And Hightower's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah if we could find (laughs) them. Right. Like, um, all right, shady dude.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So they, they drive to the center of town where all these cops are around and they park the bus, like in the town square and Carol Kane puts in an eight track of Dennis Hopper. I I, I noticed that she has about
0: four or five, eight tracks. Mm -hmm. And conveniently one of them is of Dennis Hopper's
1: speech. Right. (laughs) And she plays it off of the PA system that this bus has. And as it's it's more hippie nonsense, but the whole the townspeople are flocking and they're all crying and they're like, <laughs>
0: I'm only laughing because it's true. Yeah, like
1: they're they're, they're weeps so they're moved. They're openly weeping. They're so moved by Dennis Hopper's little spiel here. So
0: here here's the messed up thing, and I, I definitely appropriately want to comment about my negativity about this scene. The speech itself is about like anti-drafting and how the young should not go fight wars on the behalf of the government and stuff like this. And I'm not saying I'm opposed to any of that. It is just a hundred percent out of context. Yeah. Like, so this movie came out in nineties in 1990. Uh It is very clearly not 1990 in the film because it is referenced that it's still the eighties. Cause mm-hmm. like at the end it's like the nineties are going to be a hell of a ride or some, some nonsense. But you don't it's, remember
1: the exact quote because they said it twice. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so, so it's gonna be flashback, <laughs> uh, which is spoiler. The name of my autobiography. <laughs> I'm sorry, he stole it. But um, it, it's super weird. Like, can you imagine a van pulling up to like any like how about any university in America? Like, if you're trying to get like like a political like, like discourse going and stuff like this, like a van comes up and they're like they're they're drafting soldiers and they're sending them off. People would be like, what? What is are, this from? Are like, they? <laughs> yeah, it would just be like, what are you talking about? Like, this is, what? what is happening? Um, it's right, just well,
1: out of context, and now everyone's moved by this speech. Yeah, well, I mean, even in the 80s, we're still almost 20 years post-Vietnam. Right. Yeah, th- this would be like if someone pulled a van up uh, outside of, yeah, like, one the campus downtown was like, there were no WMDs. And all the 20-year-olds are like, oh, okay. Yeah, what like... Is, like <laughs>
0: Like what are you talking about? Great. Like I'm so so moved about what like out of context what's happening and they show all these like elderly people and some of them are veterans um I think they're like they had like pins and stuff and they're mm-hmm. like like t- like taking off their hats and like there's weeping and a lot of nods
1: I'm like it was, what it was so fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, but while everyone's distracted by this heartfelt speech um, there's a bottom hatch like the Millennium Falcon. To yeah, get, to get out of the just bus. like the, the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> the hus. Um, and yeah, they you know, Dennis Hopper and uh Keebler Sullivan escape out of the hatch with a little assistance from uh, Michael McKean and his friend who see what they're up to and recognize what's going on and create a diversion for them, and then fist bump each other 78 times. That is correct. Yeah. And then uh, Kiefer Sutherland and
0: Dennis Hopper make their way to a train.
1: Yeah, they hop on a train that is destined for Canada.
0: Yeah, so they're like, we're going to get you on a train, and uh, like you're eventually going to jump off the side and just live a cool life in Canada. That's pretty dope. Right. And I think, again, going back to Kiefer Sutherland's origins, Keebler Elves, Maple, mm-hmm. this might be a PSA warning. This might be a recruitment video. May- Mike speculated that it was the soundtrack that maybe, like, licensing rights. Maybe people were like I, they were they were really taking people out of America and Maybe. enslaving them as uh elf
1: elven cookie makers. Is that how we get our cookies? I mean, okay. I enjoy um, those cookies. Thank you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Okay, um, <laughs> but so they the the feds figure it out. Kiefer Sutherland's boss is like, I'll bet they're going on that train. So they jump on the train as it's leaving, and also uh, Hightower also does this. Uh, so now everyone's on the fucking train. And <laughs> the, the, the name the name of the song. <laughs> everyone's on the fucking train. Um, and so Dennis Hopper's like, you know what? This is bullshit. Like I can't let you go down. Um, I'm gonna pretend that I'm that you're my hostage. You just play along. people will see it. I'll jump off the train. You'll be cleared. That's it's gonna be cool, bro. Man. Lamb, lamb. What up, lamb? Um, Bye. Right. Yeah. But, but Kiefer Sutherland's like, no, man, we're in this together now. Like, I'm going to go with you, bro. Full hippie. D- Daddy O or what? That's, <laughs> what? That, that's not what hippies say. You, yeah. Homer Simpson? Yeah. You're trying to blend it. Are you a narc? <laughs> Do not pay any attention to the gigantic hat. Um, yeah. So they're, you know, they're, they're trying to sort this out. But they get they get accosted by Mister Rand Hightower, who finds them, and he just starts blasting. Yeah,
0: he he d- takes two shots off. Uh, oh no, yeah, he is doing that. Um, Dennis Hopper runs off, gets onto another car. Mm-hmm. Keeper Sutherland is shot twice. Uh, there's another tussle. Eventually, Hightower is just thrown off a train.
1: Well, yeah. So d- Dennis Hopper like. Dennis Hopper just fucks off to a different train. Um, and Kiefer Sutherland's like, Hey, Rand, don't be a dick. Like we gotta, we gotta work through this. And Rand's like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to throw my gun oh, down. Yeah. But he has a second gun. And he, he's like, okay. But then he comes out and he has a second gun and he shoots, he, he shoots, uh, Kiefer Sutherland basically in the dick. Rand McNally. He, yeah. Well, he, <laughs> that's how he found the dick. <laughs> um, yeah, he shoots him in the leg and then also in the shoulder. Um, is that his dick? Use the legend. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, and he's trying to throw Kiefer Sutherland out of the train, but Dennis Hopper has a change of heart, comes back. And... I watched "Throw Mama from the Train." I haven't seen that. Name. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I reference that movie a lot. Um, As you do. <laughs> well, so okay. Quick, quick sidebar about "Throw Mama from the Train." Oh. So in that movie, Billy Crystal is a, like, a, he teaches a writing class, and one of his, like, more idiot students has, like, the book that he's working on for class is called Women That I Want to Pork, and it's just, like, a book of women that he wants to bone. Um, I thought I was about to serve them bacon <laughs> and bacon I, I, <laughs> goods. But I referenced that, that a lot. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so he he throws Rand from the train, and that's throw Randma from the train Throw Yeah. Yeah. And so basically
0: uh, Dennis Hopper is like, Oh man, uh, your boss is here and his assistant. And he's like, no, no, no. So he runs off. Yeah. He goes uh, back to the other train car because Kiefer Sutherland insists. And then uh, we find out, Oh, well, we find out the next scene is the assistant takes a shot off. He's like, you can't shoot at a man in moving train. And he's standing by a bunch of like explosive
1: containers Right. And well so throwback he's trying to loosen the last train car is separated which is what he was accused of doing to uh Spiru. And if we found and if we didn't say we found out somewhere in all of this
0: that he actually didn't do Yeah, it. he
1: confessed a little bit ago that he didn't actually It was just a that. rumor. People associated
0: that he was there. He said he would do something crazy. Uh someone uh misconducted what was happening who actually worked on the train, a rumor started, he took it. So not only as lame as it is uh that they've been looking for him for twenty years for uncoupling a train,
1: he didn't even uncouple didn't even the train. It. But he he's doing
0: mama from an uncoupled train. But he's
1: doing it now and it works. He uncouples the train and Sutherland's idea, trademarked. Exactly. Uh and he's he's kind of his train car is drifting away. The FB the main FBI guy's like, Okay, we got him. And the sidekick's like, I'm gonna fucking shoot him. I can do it. He should have trademarked it. If he uh, was in Britain,
0: it could have been Dragon's Den. We got Shark Tank here. What does Canada have? Like Maple Grove?
1: <laughs> yes. Um, the, the Mounties boot? The Moose's Nest? <laughs> I don't want to go to <laughs> the <laughs> Moose Nest.
0: <laughs> no,
1: no one does. <laughs> Once you go to the Moose Nest, you don't come back. No. no. Um, but, he, you know, he he fires a shot, and he's like, you can't hit a guy on a moving train, but he does. He he thinks he hits him. And then, like... And then the train derails and it explodes. Yeah,
0: like, I don't
1: know why it derails. I mean, it's not going,
0: like, ultra fast. No, I mean, it
1: was going slower than it was before because <laughs> it's not being pulled by anything. Right,
0: so it already made this, and then it just derails and explodes. Right, because
1: it was loaded with, like, explosive tanks.
0: And that, that's pretty much where we're at. And then we get basically a cut scene where... Kiefer Sutherland is okay. He's mm-hmm. buying a motorcycle and he's leaving the FBI. He's yeah. going to hit the road and, you know, figure some things out. He's got to clear his head. He's a man about himself. He's a man in the wind. Yeah. Does the wind have a name? Does the wind have a song? Does the wind have a color? Kiefer Sutherland will figure that riddle of a poem
1: out for you. Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> nice. No, yeah. Kiebler, Boom. Keebler Sutherland. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so he, he quits the FBI. He rides off on his on his Honda. Oh, he rides um, off. He couldn't find an Indian, I guess. He rides right off. He rides right to a bookstore where he buys the newly published autobiography uh, that is the title of this movie.
0: Yeah, this is just, like, honestly weird for me to see. Um, I'm not saying this is a negative part of the film. It's just a dated thing. That he goes to, like, the local bookstore in San Francisco, and, like, the whole window is this guy's book. Right. Um wow, that just clearly doesn't even exist anymore. It was just like a sad note. Like, we have mm-hmm. Tender Cover here. It's a bigger bookstore, and that's awesome. Um, The uh, Colfax bookstore in uh, Capitol Hill bookstore is awesome. But, like, these are, like, small bookstores. Like, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. I would never see this in a display window no, anymore. No, that, that, like, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it's just sad.
1: But as he's, you know, he buys his book, and he's looking at it and chuckling and stuffing it into his Jan Sport backpack. As you do. Uh, and then he hears a familiar voice saying, Hey daddy. Oh, uh, I hear if the books are signed, they're worth more, uh, man. <laughs> um, and look at that. It's, uh, it's Dennis Hopper, but he's wearing like a white Miami pimp suit. <laughs> As you do. Um, and he's like, you know what? I, you know, I, I realized the only way to be successful with my book was to fake my death. So now I'm rich. Um, and I have this suit, uh, and he's like, and, and Kiefer's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. He's dressed like he's from Miami Vice. Yeah. yeah. He looks like he's going to do Coke in his white limo, which he probably was. He did. Um, you know, and they, they, they kind of have a little, a little catch up. Um, and keep you know, he's like, I'm going to go find my parents right up the coast on the Honda. Um, yeah. And cool. That's kind of it. Yeah. Do I missing like a conclusion? No, it's, they're gonna stay friends, and yeah. everything's great, and right. you know, like. Oh, and so he, Dennis Hopper says, you know, I, what am I gonna do with my money? Well, I, you know, there's this old hippie farm oh, yeah. uh, that I think I might buy. So he wants a heads up, Carol Kane, Maggie. Yeah, so he's gonna go bang Meryl, uh, Meryl Kane, Maggie, <laughs> Carol Kane. Um, yeah, and live in a geodesic dome, I guess. Yeah, he faked his death, and now he lives an alt life, and mm-hmm. that's what you do. And that's that's flashback. I'm curious h- how he's getting the money for the book now that he's dead, but oh, I'm sure you could just like publish under a different
0: name. I, I'm sure when this amount of money is at stake, a publisher could probably do like amazing things. Yeah, mm.
1: or whoever he was talking on the phone to earlier has his best interest. Yeah, it? I don't know. Um, yeah, so that was uh, that was flashback. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it flashback. Mike loved it. Mike was cheering
0: at the end. Uh, back in the day, you would light a lighter to like yeah. encore, but now you flash your phone encore mm-hmm. with, you know, just putting your flashlight feature on. Mike was doing both. Yeah. I do not even know where he got a lighter, but he was like juggling things. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. Um, this,
1: what did you think of this movie?
0: I love the soundtrack. Uh-huh. Um, I loved when they're in the woods. And Mm -hmm. uh, there were people in this movie that had actions that did things. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't say I liked those parts, but I did like the parts in the woods and I liked everything to do with the soundtrack. This movie is not good for me. No. Um, A big thing on top of like the cherry on top of this not being a good movie. The 60s are not like a sentimental decade for me. So this isn't like where I gravitate towards. And I think a lot of people would. So this might mean a little more to something to someone but it does not for me but even if you were sentimental about the 60s this is a weird layer to a not good film that really dropped uh-huh. on in a lot of ages and Yeah, or for a lot of ages in my mind it aged me
1: <laughs> yeah if this movie had I yeah I will go on record I thought this movie sucked like I there were parts of it that I really really liked but those parts weren't long enough to make it worth watching um, I would not recommend anyone watch this movie. When Kiefer Sutherland becomes a hippie, it is not good.
0: No, um, I mean, none of it's good. It, but it's just like now extra not good. Like just just on him, like throughout the movie, when he's the straight man, I'm like, okay, this is mm-hmm. fine. Then it becomes the hippie.
1: It's just bad. Yeah. I mean, I, if this movie had left out all of the weird, heavy handed 60s nostalgia messaging Maybe there could have been something there because, like the kind of like buddy team up moments between. Well, that's what I thought of the rest of the movie was going to be like. Some of those were ducking great. in and out of a city or like
0: doing something. Right.
1: <laughs> if there was more of that, it would have been it would have been better. But yeah, like this, I did not enjoy watching this movie. Not really. Yeah. The soundtrack was good though.
0: Yeah, the soundtrack. I would, I would totally, I would totally get into. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean. My recommendation for someone who'd want to watch a movie like this, would be keep it a little more background. Um, You don't really need to pay attention. And if you're just like wanting to see familiar faces doing kind of a trope you've seen numerous times and you're cool with a killer soundtrack. Great. Um, But that'd be my recommendation. More background than anything else. Um, I don't think anyone does a terrible job.
1: It's really the story. I do think many people do a terrible job. Um, like Dennis Hopper, who I think is a great actor, I thought he was awful. Yeah, throughout.
0: he's not good, but I feel just like, I agree, he's not good. Like there's not a redemption, but I do feel the worst part is the story and the direction that <laughs> he's been given.
1: Like that, like, so I'm yeah. like, I, I feel like it's not really his fault, it's partially his fault. Right, if it wasn't for the story, the direction, and the acting, this could have been a good movie.
0: Well, it's just not the acting. I was like, did you not fight for any of this? Like, as you were reading this, weren't you like, why am I saying any of this garbage? Um, That's kind of it. Like, he was just given a bad...
1: Yeah. No, it was, it was bad start to finish. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. So again, background, Carol Kane, I do feel was fun, even though her role becomes somewhat unbelievable and just ridiculous. She's still fun. I don't really care. Like I'd probably watch her in anything.
1: So she is for me, the absolute best part of this film. Oh yeah. Same. Like I, I, I have like a little bit of a crush on Carol Kane. I'll, I'll, I'll be upfront with that. So like, yeah, anything that she does is like, I like you, you're, you're fine. This is good for me. Um, but yeah, it, her character wasn't very good. No, yeah, again, that was directly story,
0: uh, not not on her.
1: Yeah. So I, I, I guess overall, like, I'm just I'm more disappointed that this yeah, movie totally. uh, wasn't wasn't what it could have been. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, this movie definitely could have taken a different turn and should have. Um, well, okay, let's let's cleanse the palate a little bit. Let's let's move on from this.
0: Let's we'll do the quick. Hey, as always, if you have recommendations or, you like, things to steer us away from, mm-hmm. write us at sucks podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up at uh, uh, rabbittroopssucks.com, because that's our direct webpage, and there's shirts and weird things that you could get. Um, you could write us directly from there, and some of you have. We totally appreciate it. Yeah, um, 100%. And then uh, Instagram and Facebook.
1: Yeah, and I, I would like to, I'd like to say something, just a little bit of messaging here. So we... More more people listen to this than I think either of us anticipated, which is great, and we're super grateful. Yeah, there are
0: people listening in other countries steadily. Like they like that is awesome. Yeah, no, That's I, so cool. Like, Thank we, you. We we love
1: you guys. Like we we like doing this, and the fact that people are listening to it is amazing. And we know you're listening to it because we have me- we have metrics. I can see this shit. What I don't see is no. So more people listen to this than we collectively know, but that is not translated into. Uh, what I'm trying to say is like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, uh, give, give us stars. Yeah. Throw, throw a rating up on, uh, on Apple podcasts or wh- wherever you listen to your podcast. Like it, you, you, we have at this point given you what, what episode is this? Uh, we're in the thirties. We're in the thirties. We have given you 40 plus hours of free, I'm making air quotes, entertainment or whatever this is. Um, Just, you know, and we, we appreciate you listening, but, you know, smash that like button, follow us, throw a rating up. Uh, Also, that's super cool that
0: people listen to us. So, well, yeah. And, you know, Mm
1: -hmm. I know it's, it's hard to get the word out sometimes, but obviously people are telling other people about it. We have stickers. Um, We do have stickers and we have, we have t-shirts and I don't care if you buy the t-shirts or not, but yeah, like engage with us a little bit. You know, we know you're listening. So uh, if you're enjoying it, you know, just interact, interact well, a little bit. Well, let, this uh, leads us know. This leads us to our next movie,
0: Mike, that it does. Well, lead us we to really appreciate movie. your interactions. We really appreciate any of you writing us, uh, telling us, you know, that you're having fun and, uh,
1: there are some recommendations. Yeah. So, uh, was it wasn't last week. That was a recommender of a recommender, a, recommender. A, a listener recommendation. I think by the time this is released, <clears> maybe a few weeks next week will be a, a listener recommendation, uh, the movie, we, we have both seen it a long time ago, uh, Six String Samurai, uh, recommended by listener Kara. So we're listening, we're looking forward to that. Yeah. I think that is a fantastic recommendation. Uh, anything post-apocalyptic, yeah, especially you
0: throw in a little bit of comedy. Uh, thank you for writing us that because I saw that. And I was like, wow, that is totally, totally up our alley on that. Um, and I, yeah, I, th- I, I responded with, I have definitely not seen this for Almost twenty years, I think. Like oh, came same. Out. I,
1: like I honestly I uh guest host Chris and I watched this movie when it came out because that was definitely up our alley at the time. But I, I have not seen it since that first viewing.
0: Chris is supposed to be on for a future film too. So mm-hmm. we need we need to get that going. So uh we need to reach out to Chris and
1: definitely get a timeline. Yeah. Oh this this band this Six Samurai six string samurai also features the band uh The Red Elvises, who I saw at uh the Laramer Lounge, like twenty years ago. Were they awesome? Yeah, they're all right. They're, they're like <laughs> a weird, like Russian themed rockabilly band. Like the bass player plays this huge upright bass that's like a big triangle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, they're kind of like more of a novelty act, I guess. And that's that's kind of mean spirited, but like, you know, it's a, it's a fun show. That makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. So that that's gonna be fun. That'll be next week. Yeah. So keep keep let
0: letting us know, like. Is there something you want us to review? Is there a recommendation you have? And especially because, you know, again, this was one of the four or five episodes we've done that required DVDs. And luckily, some of us still have this stuff. Or, you know, we could get it from the library, uh, which is great. Um, but,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, I was just going to say someone mentioned this to me the other night. Um, uh, a listener who has been going through the back catalog a little bit and wanted to watch Martin and Orloff. Mm. Um, and mentioned that they they got the DVD from Netflix, and that's when I learned that you could still have a DVD subscription from Netflix. It's not just a streaming service. Well,
0: kind of on the rabbit troop sucks side. Thank God. Because yeah. No. Go, but, go, do, go do that. So you wait,
1: know. Wait, wait. Why is Netflix not sponsoring us? That well, they should We should reach now, out. Yeah, they don't. They don't want to sponsor anything. Um, but yeah, so you know, if you, if you're having trouble finding some of these movies, you can get the DVDs from Netflix.
0: Hear me out. Let, let me try to do a promo. Okay. What is that? We've got to get out of here. Stranger things. Whoa oh my God. It's so strange. Stranger things. Look, boom. It's writing itself. Oh my God, it's like the Duffer brothers are right
1: in this room with us. Stranger things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you want do you want to sleep tonight? I don't know. I want more stranger things. <laughs> See, this is writing itself. And okay. Netflix, you could re- reach out to us with some stranger things. Um. But yes, yeah, we only have gone through a couple DVDs. So ideally, if anyone's like, I watch Plex, or uh, what do we, we go through like
1: Tubi or mm-hmm. Freevee, um, yeah.
0: and then clearly we've subscribed to stuff like you. You and I each have HBO subscriptions and Netflix and I stuff. Have, like I that. have
1: subscriptions to fucking everything. Yeah, it's
0: absurd. Subscriptions. Remember the way of the future. Mike and I talked about this for years. Is like, and I think comedians have talked about this. It was like one day, you know, we're gonna break the chains of cable and satellite and you could just pay for the channels you want because i'm sick of spending 150 to 250 dollars on channels every 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 month because i don't watch it and then they did it and they were like oh crap i think i'm spending more money
1: <laughs> yeah no it's stupid i will i will say like i think i spend less money on streaming services than i ever would have on actual cable but even if i don't i think it's more valuable because being able to watch things on demand is great
0: and well as always you know enjoy the sabbath because today's a
1: saturday yeah and you know did you did you roll today i rolled the sabbath (laughs) but you can't roll on sabbath (laughs) you can't roll you can't roll on sabbath
0: i i wish we could end off with like easy e also like this movie
1: i didn't even look at the trivia i I don't think it involves easy e Okay. <laughs> Good. You know, so uh, fun the first, fact. Uh, the first power uh, in the Flash. This was ODB's favorite movie.
0: <laughs> Start that rumor. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, Rabbit Troop sucks. Yes. ODB. <laughs>